Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. How about it? A weekend edition of Flyers Daily and a game day edition all in one. And welcome to your Saturday edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. The 22nd of February, yet another game day in Philadelphia as the Philadelphia Flyers at 1 o'clock will take on the Winnipeg Jets and two more important points up for grabs for the Flyers and the push to the playoffs. Coming up in just a couple of moments, we're going to get to Scott Lawton. Had a chance to catch up with him after practice on Friday. So you'll hear our conversation and some funny stuff in there too about the scrap that Travis Sanheim had with five foot four Nathan Gerby. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick though, let me tell you about this. The race for the playoffs is on and don't miss every crucial game as the Flyers host the Sharks this coming Tuesday and the Rangers next Friday. The Rangers won on Friday night beating the Carolina Hurricanes and uh, the Canes to kick off home play in March. You'll see the Rangers Friday. The Canes to kick off March on March 1st. Shop now at PhiladelphiaFlyers.com and grab those tickets. And also, if you're coming to the Carnival this weekend on Sunday, uh, make sure you stop by. I'll be be in the net, and if you ever wanted to take a shot on me, I'll be in full goalie gear, mask the whole nine, and if you want to rip it, you can rip it. I invite you to bring it. Try and snipe me. I dare you. Well, I'll be in net from 10.30 to 11.15, and then I'll be doing a show uh, talking to all the players and stuff on the concourse from noon to 3. But let's get to the business. The push to the playoffs is on, as I just told you, and the Flyers right now sitting with that third spot in the Metropolitan Division. And uh, uh, their chances, percentage chances, mathematically, to make the playoffs, and that win against Columbus, the second one this week, really both of them actually, have put their percentage points at 81.3% to make the postseason right now the Flyers pacing very very nicely and doing a good job in this division and coming up uh, today of course it is the Winnipeg Jets they're a team looking to push into the postseason as well they got wild card number one in the Western Conference with 69 points the Flyers right now the third spot in the Metro with through 61 games with 75 points both Carolina at, uh, well Carolina lost on Friday night 5-2 to two to the Rangers. The Rangers getting back in the mix, by the way. And also the New York Islanders are going to get the win uh, over the Detroit Red Wings. They're up to 74 points, and we'll see how it all plays out in the next couple of days. But let's get to uh, clean up uh, the, the, the Columbus game. and had a chance to speak with Scott Lawton today after practice. Here's the conversation. And joining us right now on Flyers Daily, Flyers forward Scott Lawton. Scott, beating a team twice in one week is very difficult, yet you guys managed to do it two weeks in a row with Florida last week and Columbus last night it is a difficult thing to accomplish isn't it yeah i think it is especially at uh, this time of year when when points are so crucial and um when we're playing on the road against the, the team that we just beat so uh we did a really good job of of sticking with the plan and and uh, everyone contributing and um i think it worked out well for us and and uh, picked up some huge points in in the race we're in well, you just used a great word, everyone contributing, and all lines are contributing. Your line's getting scoring. Nicholas Albay Q-Bell gets another goal last night in a key situation. The PK's been huge for you guys. You had to kill a, uh, like a minute and a half of a five-on-three. You get a power play goal, but it takes all those elements get this time of year to have success, doesn't it? I think so. I think uh, especially... 
um, even even a guy like uh, Freed's coming in and uh, coming in and doing a really good job. I thought of of moving the puck and skating well, and and uh, thought he closed on a on a couple gaps. So I think it's tough when when you come in for a game here and there. And and uh, I thought he did a really good job. And I think um, that's what it takes at this time of year: guys stepping up in in uh, guys' absences and and uh, doing a, a really good job. The penalty kill year to year has been a big difference for you guys. Uh, this, the situation in that Columbus game, having to kill off that five on three, there's a lot of will that goes into to good penalty killing, a lot of sacrifice, willing to take uh, block shots and those kind of things. But the success that the penalty kill has, does that breed confidence and does that once again breed more success for the PK? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, we, we've we gotten away from it at, at times this year and, and uh, then we kind of come back to, to where our PK needs to be and what we need to do. I think Yosi's done a really good job of, of just simplifying things for us and, and uh, making us aware of, of all the situations on the ice and, and uh, I think we just go out there and, and try and do it. And um, I think uh, some of the D-men that we brought in uh, have uh, made a huge impact on that but um, I think guys are just on the same page and, and uh, all rolling and, and uh, trying to do the same thing and, and uh, really communicate and I think it's uh, it's gone a long way for us this year. Let's talk about your coaching staff. You just mentioned Mike Yo, and obviously Michelle Terrien comes in and Elaine Vigneault. But what has your personal experience been like, uh, been like with the new staff and, and adjusting to what they want you to do on the ice? I think it's been amazing, honestly. Um, I think it's been uh, really good for our group to, to have three really uh, veteran guys and, and uh, still got Lappy and, and uh, Kim. So um, I think uh, as a staff, we have a, a really, really good one and, and uh, they hold you accountable. Um, they want the, the best out of you and um, they know uh, what it takes to win in this league. They've, uh, they've all been around uh, long enough to, to see what it takes. And um, I think uh, we're just trying to follow that lead and, and uh, try and play the system and, and do everything we can. But no, I think uh, AV has been uh, really good for us. Uh, keeping guys accountable like I said from from top to bottom and and uh, I think that goes a long way uh, in an 82 game season yeah and that started right out of the gate uh, with Elaine Vigneault uh, how long did it take uh, for you guys as a team or, or you individually as well to play instinctual in his system because you know when you're first learning it you may be thinking a little bit on the ice and that's never a good thing when you when you have to think you just need it to be instinctual but how long did that take for to come together for you and uh, you feel like for the team yeah, I don't think very long, honestly. I think uh, we had a really good training camp and, and uh, hit different points every day. So I think everyone was on the same page. And um, I think one of the things that, that AV does really well is, is uh, gives guys confidence. And um, you see last night he's playing the third and fourth lines with four or three minutes left and, and putting guys in different situations. So he, he uh, really trusts players. And, and uh, I think that goes a long way because uh, the player really wants to, to play for the coach that, that can trust uh, everyone. And, and uh, it's been good. Uh, um, let me ask you about this because the, the intensity of the situation in the standings is obviously there. And it, it's a very hot environment right now. Has that intensity trickled into practice and your detail work there as well? Yeah, I think... Uh, at this point in the year, I think everything ramps up a little bit. Every every point is so crucial, but um, every practice you see guys just a little bit uh, crispier, I guess you, you would say, and, and uh, you're making uh, really hard passes and, and skating hard. I, I, I really think it uh, just ramps up at, at this time of year, kind of after All-Star break, and um, everyone's focused on one goal, and, and uh, that's first and foremost getting in the playoffs. 
from the fan base's standpoint, this certainly feels different than the past couple of years when you guys would find a spot in the season where you'd run really hot and, and really kind of put yourself back into the equation. It, it's certainly different from a standing standpoint right now. Uh, but, but does it feel different in the room for you guys? You have some, some new personalities in there with guys like Kevin Hayes and obviously the coaching staff. So does it feel different in the room than it has in the past couple of years? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, a lot of the same guys have have been around for for a little bit here, and and uh, to add some of those uh, veteran guys that have been around, and and uh, like you mentioned, Hazy brings a lot of energy to the rink, and um, when Niski speaks, you listen, and and uh, Bronner does the same. You see, uh, brings uh, along a little bit of a sarcastic side. So I think uh, those three guys have have obviously been huge for us, but. Um, we're, we've always been a close group, I think, and, and uh, obviously hasn't always translated to, to on ice success, but um, it's uh, continued this year, and, and uh, we got a really good group of, of young guys that are, are uh, following uh, these older players. Yes. Scott, last question for you. I want to talk about two of those young guys because they really stood out to me in the game last night, and that's uh, tr- um, Myers and Sanheim. Uh, Travis Myers, or Travis Sanheim and uh, Phil Myers, their skating ability, I-, I tweeted out last night, it's like watching two gazelles on the ice, how they cover that surface of the ice with that great skating. You go against them in practice, what makes them so difficult to deal with in that skating ability? Yeah, they're just long and and uh, they can move really well. Um, they're they're both uh, really really tall guys that uh, have long sticks that uh, that can get in the lane and and uh, they can close on guys quick. So it's been fun watching them. And um, obviously, Sandy got in that uh, that huge fight to to get us going last night. <laughs> Did you guys give him a little crap for that? Getting you know kind of taken down by a five foot four guy. I mean, that guy's no, easy to overlook at his size, right? No, no, he, he slipped on the glove. we got to go watch him. We'll go back and watch <laughs> it. But, uh, no, he's a, he's a great guy, and, and he's playing really good hockey for us. So um, I think it makes it a little bit better when, when, when that happens. Well, yeah, well, Gerby's an easy guy to overlook, pardon the pun. Uh, yeah. Hey, Scott, thanks for doing this. Uh, good luck uh, against the Winnipeg Jets in your next one. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jason. Special thanks to Scott Lawton for taking the time after practice and giving us a, a few of his thoughts. And how about that little scrap between Travis Sanheim and five foot four Nathan Gerby? Gerby wanted no part of a fight. That was a wrestling match. And I've often said, you cannot fight a wrestler. They won't let you. He did the right thing. But Travis Sanheim certainly sounds like his teammates were giving him uh, a little bit of a ribbing uh, based on getting taken down by a five foot four guy. All right, the Winnipeg Jets, that's who the Flyers have today. They are 17th in the NHL in goals per game at 3.02. They are 12th in goals against. They got a really good goaltender in Connor Hellebuck. They're 17th on the power play, which is a bit of a surprise considering well, their leading scorer right now is Kyle Connor. He's got 30 goals, but it's a little surprising because Patrick Line is usually the guy leading them with goals, and he's a great power play trigger guy. Sits in that same spot where uh, Alexander Ovechkin sits, and he can snap it every bit as good uh, as Alexander Ovechkin. They're PK 26th in the NHL. That could be an area of the Flyers can get the power play, keep it going. They got a huge power play goal on Thursday against Columbus when Claude Giroux tied the game on a one-timer right off the bar and in. Uh, so we'll see if the Flyers can keep the power play going. Right now the Flyers, their indexes for all their team stats, very good. Ninth in goals per game at 3.23. 11th in the NHL in goals against. The power play, middle of the pack, 15th. And the penalty kill, ninth in the NHL killing at 82.2%. Travis Konechny leading the way for the Flyers in goals, and we'll see if he can keep it going coming up 
on Saturday. Mark Shifley, another guy you got to keep an eye on. Real good player, playing really well of late. Leads the team, Winnipeg that is, in points with 65. Almost kind of built like the Flyers too. They don't have... Uh, you got a guy like Patrick Laine who can absolutely light it up and score from anywhere he snaps it. But uh, a lot of spread out scoring and a lot of depth scoring from Winnipeg right now, too. They do have some injuries that they're dealing with. Dustin Bufflin obviously hasn't played all year. But this game tomorrow, but this game today opens up a three game homestand for the Flyers. Another big little clump of games, if you will, that you circle in the standings. It's Winnipeg today, San Jose, a non-playoff team on Tuesday. A little revenge there, too, because San Jose beat the Flyers earlier in the year on that uh, that trip out to uh, Southern California. So the Flyers will look to exact a little revenge. That was a 6-1 loss, by the way, on that trip for the Flyers. And then next Friday, uh, to close out the month of uh, February, they'll take on the New York Rangers. It's a home-and-home home with the Rangers on Friday and Sunday. Friday in Philly, Sunday in New York. So a couple of big games on the horizon for the Orange and Black. And uh, real important time, obviously, just because the Flyers are in the third spot in the standings doesn't mean that can't change very quickly. Look at the teams like Columbus, who hit the skids and have really dropped out. So we'll see how it plays out this weekend, how it plays out in this coming week. But a big game today is the Flyers take on the Winnipeg Jets. And we'll have another great episode of Flyers Daily for you coming up tomorrow because we do it daily. What's the song going to be tonight? I love how everybody's tweeting me the song that I closed the show with. Well, here it is right now. So check it out. And do me a favor, everybody, Flyers and Winnipeg, enjoy your hockey. Right, right.